Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Be sure to check out the new Launchpad DM podcast, Back to the Future, the podcast. This show is a retrospective on the stories, characters, and crew responsible for one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Who doesn't love Back to the Future? When this podcast hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to hear some serious stuff. The show is available now on LaunchpadDM.com. And if you have a podcast or want to create one, don't forget to check out this new free hosting platform with support from Podcast One, as heard with this promo. Tune in to Back to the Future, the podcast, or sign up with your own podcast now at launchpaddm.com. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Oh, it's good to be back for episode 58, Rule of Two. It's here. I'm joined by Mark Fernandez. And Fernandez, we got to talk first. Yeah. We got something special going on here. Yeah. Um, before we go there, 58, um, you know who I think about when I think of 58? Who is it? Who's your boy? Who is it? Carl Banks. Carl Banks. Dolphins? Carl, no, he played for the Giants. He played for the Giants. Yeah, he yeah. played for the 2006. No, I'm sorry. What the hell am I saying? The 1986 championship uh, team Giants. So because we're so high in the count of episodes now, yeah. are we only getting defensive players from now on? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Until we hit the 80s. Until we hit the 80s, right. 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 And then we're going to start getting a lot of receivers. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get to uh, Jerry Rice, the right. all-time greatest wide receiver. Without a doubt. Maybe yep. the all-time greatest football player, period. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I like that. But uh, getting back to it, we got something special for you guys and uh, here at Collider, and we're in a partnership with heroes and villains, and you guys 
I'm not going to sugarcoat this stuff. This is some of the greatest merch that we have coming. They have Star Wars stuff. They have Batman stuff. They have X-Men stuff. They have Star Trek stuff. And we're celebrating the stories that we love, Star Wars especially here. Look at this stuff. Uh, Fernandez, this jacket, you have one too. You're wearing a great shirt, which I love, which is like the storyboards of Empire Strikes Back with the description from the screenplay itself showing what uh, some of the storyboard artists are doing. I myself have chosen a Darth Maul hat yep. that has some uh, uh, some actual Star Wars writing on it. If you do... In the shadows, there is power. Yep. And if you do have the... Uh, which Wendy did. She has the Galaxy's Edge app. She uh, figured out on the side what it says on my hat. And it says the Sith are powerful in the shadows. Yeah. Which I love that. And then, of course, this jacket. <laughs> yeah, the jacket. We've been rocking that jacket this all jacket, over the place. I know. We, we were wearing this jacket all the time. Now, I know we mentioned on Collider Live, and we're doing a little fun competition between shows. Yeah. Who can go and buy the most merch from the different shows? Now, the Collider Live, I'll say Army, is pretty powerful yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. But so is Ruler 2. I mean, look, we're, we're small, but we're feisty. We are feisty. So, guys, for Heroes and Villain, this is what I want you to do. If you're interested in the merch that we're wearing, go to heroesvillains.com. There's no and there. Heroesvillains.com. Pick out some shirts. Pick out some jackets. Pick out some backpacks, hats, whatever. And then enter Rule 15 on checkout, and you get 15% off your order. That's right, 15% off. You put Rule 15 in checkout over at heroesvillains.com. Check out all the Star Wars merchandise. It's not just Star Wars 2. If you like all the geeky stuff like we like, you can look like what I'm wearing. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I, I am walking around proud yeah. to be a geek yeah, right look, now. And I think that this goes even a little deeper yeah. than, a, than, a, you know, than like your typical uh, sponsorship or, or, or whatever. Um, yeah. This is a partnership. Yeah, okay? exactly. This is, a, this is a partnership. Together we shall rule the galaxy as content and merch provider. Right. You know? And um, I um, I can't say how important this is for us. Yeah. You know? Um, as you guys all know, it takes a lot of hard work, you know, to make this content. Yep. Um, to give it away, you know, basically for free on YouTube. Right. With all of YouTube's different, like, you know, ad Algor- rules. Algorithms. Algorithms and the changes. And they take... And they take most of the damn revenue. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just yeah, be let's just be real about that. Um, <laughs> that sometimes a company comes across comes along. Yeah. That says, you know what, I like your content. Yeah. And I want to support your content. Yeah. So how do you you know? So how can we create a partnership where I can support your content, and then your content can support uh, my merchandising? You know, yeah. and that's really. And, like, you know, we could be out here selling all kinds of things, right? I'm going bald, so four hymns or, you know, whatever other yeah. weird thing we can sell. But when somebody comes along and says, let's, let's help promote really dope-ass Star Wars gear. I know. On a dope-ass Star Wars podcast. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, and this is the kind of stuff that I love. And we're talking, and I know what Fernandez just said, but this stuff is, like— 
Some of the best designs I've ever seen. It's high quality. The shirts look great. And this jacket, I'm sorry, I'm wearing this jacket everywhere. And my fiance is like, are you wear- wearing that out? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Still want to marry I me? actually got a compliment on that. Look, she I, does. I, yeah. I've been going through my own stuff. And, I, you know, like I don't get dressed up a lot. And you guys probably notice I wear the same thing almost every day. And this makes it easier. I have like literally like 70 black T-shirts and like. 15 of the same exact jeans. Yeah, and it's great. Heroes and Villain is coming in right now to change your wardrobe up so we can actually hang around with you and look cool. (laughs) Because the black T-shirt thing has got to go. we got to have more shirts like this. Yeah, yeah. we got to get a little livened up. Um, Exactly. uh, Cody, uh, is our stream still going? Yeah. Yeah, we're still going. Mine mine died. Uh, It's good. It's all good. I'll get a little refresh. Yeah. But 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 anyway, just just to finish off that thought, um, the reason why I got so interested in this particular uh, partnership with uh, BioWorld Merge, Heroes and Villains, all right. the stuff we got cooking, is that I I see how influential the Big Mac uh, Army thing has become, you know, right. and and how how sticky the notion of it has become, mm. um, and a lot of the listeners out there went out and said, hey, McDonald's, sponsor these guys. Right. You know? But then again, we're like the small, you know, pirate, you know, radio show out there screaming Star Wars obscenities into the great beyond and the void. And like, you know, they're not interested. But a company like BioWorld Merch that's actually looking to promote cool content is interested. Yeah. You know? And they want to support us. Um, so we're here to support them, you know. Absolutely. And and um, and we need you guys to stand up and show strength in numbers, you know. Rule and of two army. Rule of two we're army. We're calling to you. We're calling to you. And we don't want it to be a one-way street. We want it to be a two-way street, mm-hmm. okay. And I'm going to throw a huge curveball right now on the air. You don't even know about this. Oh, shit. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so we are giving away a really sweet backpack. Where is it? You have it over there. You I want got to model it, it since, since you're the I'm better looking one. This, yeah, you're the beauty. I'm, you know, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so look at this backpack. I mean, I mean this, this is, is sweet. Rad. I mean, it's got all kinds of pockets. We're not taking it out of the bag because this is literally the one yep. that we're going to send you guys. And whoever wins it, if you guys want, we'll put a little writing on it. Whatever yeah, we'll the hell write you a want. little note for you guys. A little note, you know, but. We're also going to do this. What's that? You ready for this? Ready. So whoever wins the backpack, mm-hmm. if they want, they can choose to do it or not do it. We will do a private 15-minute hangout with them. I love it. And talk Star Wars. Oh, that's a great idea. There Yay! you go. There you go, Cody. We will do 15 minutes with Riley and myself. Yep. No holds barred. Let's just talk Star Wars. Let's talk Star Wars. You know what I mean? It's I just it. like I mean, we do it all the time anyway, but yeah. like let's just have a back and forth. That's what we t- we want to do. We want to incorporate you guys more into what we do, and this is one of those ways. So everything that Fernandez says, but if you go to our Twitter right now, this is what we're doing. Quote tweet either Collider Video, myself at Riley Around or at Mark Fernandez. We're going to be talking about some Disney Plus series. There's a lot of rumors going out there. I mean, it looks like Disney's like, yeah, you want a show? You want a show? You want a show? Well, guess what? I want something different out there. So you create your own show that you want to see. Quote, tweet it, and drop in a log line. Come up with something creative. I put, of course, Luke Skywalker. A Luke Skywalker series, that's what I want. Yeah. And my log line, 
Are you ready for this? Yeah. After the fall of the Empire, Luke Skywalker searches the galaxy for Jedi to help rebuild the Jedi Order before a dark presence from the Outer Rim finds them first. Come on. I want to see that show. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Look, everybody's complaining about 15 minutes. You know what? You guys won me over. I'm in a good mood today. Yeah. Because we finally have a partner in BioWorld Merch that gets what we're trying to do. It yeah. wants to support it with content that we actually like. Yeah. Uh, with product that we actually like. So you know what? We'll do it. We'll do a friggin' 30 minutes. We'll 30 double. minutes. Look at that. Yeah, there you go. Now they're going to make fun of the 30 minutes no. to get it up to 30, an hour. 30 is the cap. We just doubled it. Okay? Yeah. We doubled so, yeah, it. Yeah, we doubled it. So look, yeah, go out there. Retweet uh, me with a comment. Retweet Riley with a comment or the Collider video with a comment. Yep. Which is the call to action to come up with your own uh, Disney Plus series pitch. You write a little log line. Yep. You hashtag hero, uh, heroes, villains. You hashtag heroes, villains. Yep. And you hashtag rule of two. Yep. So you're hashtagging rule of two and heroes and villains. So there is an and in that one. Hashtag heroes and villains and rule of two. Give us your log line. Give us the title. Give us the, the, the actual show you would like to see on Disney Plus, a Star Wars show that you would like. And we're going to pick one to get that awesome backpack. Yeah, and look, this is going to be going on throughout the entire week. Yeah. So write those things up, retweet yep. our, our tweets, put up your log lines, and then next week's episode, right. we will announce the winner. Yep. And the winner will get a backpack. And if they want, they don't have to take it. it, it it's, uh, it's up to them. If you want to geek out with us. If you want to geek out with us, we will do 30 minutes where all we'll do is just talk some Star Wars. There it is. So go to heroesvillains.com, put in... Rule 15 at checkout, and you get 15% off. Go check out the merchandise. It's pretty beautiful. So what do you think, Fernanda? Should we get into this? There's a lot of rumors going on around there. Let's break them down, and let's talk about yeah, some Yeah, let's Disney get into this. We're going to get into some calls later. we got a full pack show. we got a packed show. So this is episode 58 of Rule of Two. Rise. That's right. Welcome, episode 58, to Rule of Two. It's a celebration of Star Wars here at Collider Video. You can find us on Podcast One Jedi Council feed. And, of course, every Monday we go live, 5 p.m. PT here at Collider Video, and you're joining us now. I see you in the chat. I can't wait to talk about these Disney Plus series. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. As you saw at the beginning of the show, a great new partnership. We're putting it to you. You get some stuff. You get a backpack. You get to hang with us. But I want to know what your – not rule of two. Yeah. You want a rule of two series? I like that too. (laughs) Damn. Well, that was my series. So what is your series, by the way? Let's start it off yeah, right now. Because you heard I want a Luke Skywalker series, of course. Yeah. My series is that I would go only because it's such a cool story, even though I, I like the books. The books aren't blowing me away. I, I'm still only reading the first one, to right. be honest. I mean, I um, it's it, it, Star Wars novels aren't necessarily <laughs> like, you know, like when I read a novel – I put a lot of pressure on it. Yeah. As like this is literature. I'm spending my time hours upon hours reading. So there's a certain artistry to like novels and literature that I have a pretty high standard on. And these Star Wars books don't actually deliver on that per se. But the story's interesting and yeah. um I I I really like this Darth Bane one. Yeah. You know, so he's one of the best. Yeah, so having a TV series around the rise of Darth Bane, the rise of the Rule of 2, the formation of Rule of 2, I was the, just going to say. The formation of Rule of 2, yeah. the the sort of updated Sith order mm-hmm. um that had to kind of retreat into the darkness, you know, versus having the big army that they did right when he started out. 
Um, I think that's a very interesting story that could actually go beyond like season one, season two. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of meat on that bone. There is a lot of meat, and it, it really touches on the very first rumor because there is a rumored Darth Bane series. Is there? And they want Dave Batista for it. Now, this uh, It's not a bad choice. It's not a bad choice. Now, these, of course, nothing's confirmed. We see, we get tagged, and we, we look at everything. So when you guys come at us with at Twitter and you say, hey, I heard this, I heard that, we like to go down that rabbit hole and check sourcing and check to see if it's actually legit. Now, most of these things are just rumors. Most of these, you know, as they say, take with a grain of salt. Here in Rule of Two, we like to talk about that stuff. Yeah. I don't care about sourcing. I don't care about, like, whether or not it's happening or not. I like to get excited at possibilities. And know that maybe sooner or later they're listening to Riley and they're going, you know what? That Luke Skywalker logline actually works. We're going to do that and they're going to hire me. I'm going to show run the whole thing. I'm going to bring you on. We're going to bring all of you on. And uh, Mark Hamill's going to get de-aged uh, with uh, computer-generated graphics and we're going to have fun. That probably won't happen, but you know what I'm saying. I like to talk about some of these stuff. So what do you think? You brought up a Darth Bane series. Would you be interested in Dave Batista? Um. He's not my first choice. My first choice is Tom Hardy. Uh, but Tom Hardy's a little big, maybe too big time. I think Dave Batista. Now re- I want that, though. Yeah, he, Tom, he might be big time, but that's a great call. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy, I think, would be excellent. But look, I think Dave Batista actually would be really good in it, too. Oh, he would. He'd be fantastic. You know? Maybe it's because Dave Batista, he's so good at comedy. He's he really so good at is. comedy. And so and, I just keep seeing him do that. And, and, the, and, and being the, you know, the dark presence of the Darth Bane, I see Hardy because we've seen him do yeah. that kind of stuff. But You know what I really call? like Dave Batista in that I think is a very underrated role for him mm-hmm. was in this uh, updated um, Blade Runner movie. Yeah, he was great in that. He was That's very a, good in that. that yeah, very under, uh, understated in his performance, very quiet, just kind yeah. of like a – and I liked it too because it was like a slice of life. I mean he's like cooking and doesn't know what's going on until the shit hits the fan. So yeah, speak. yeah. That's a good call, though. Yeah, yeah Dave Batista. Wait, that's a good one. You could look at that and see that he's got chops. Yeah, yeah. He's got levels. He definitely has levels. I think Dave Batista would be excellent about it. Even though if I, if I could snap my fingers and have anybody, I'd probably go for uh, for Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy's a good pick. I mean, he's been you know constantly rumored for Wolverine. He, you know, obviously he's Venom, but we haven't. We don't have Tom Hardy in a Star Wars project yet, so that might be a... That's a good call. So like here, here I'm saying... Uh, I see one comment here. It's interesting. This um, Bautista is too old for the origin of Bane. I don't think... Yeah. Like, I do then, think Tom Hardy's Tom Hardy's old. Yeah, Tom Hardy's a little closer appearance-wise to the age, but Bane, when when the book starts out, I mean, at least in the... like, I, I'm just reading it right now. He's already kind of old. Yeah. You know, he's he's not a kid anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he's already out of like he he's definitely in college age. I mean, he still feels close to his father um or at least his father's memory is still very close to him, which means that he only left the nest right fairly recently. Mm-hmm. So I can see that maybe Batista looks like he's pushing like mid 40s. Yeah. Where Darth Bane maybe should start out 20s. More 20s. Yeah, yeah it's a fair 20s. point. It's a fair point more I think about it. Some people are putting John Cena in there. No way. Yeah, I can't see John Cena. Uh, it's, it's, a good, it's a good call. I mean, there's a lot of good picks for that, and people do like, uh, do like your, your pick on a, a Darth Bane series. Now, whether or not that we're ever going to get that, 
That's another story. Now, yeah. do you want to know some of the other rumors out there for Let's these Disney it. Plus? Let's do it. Okay, so I recently came across one that I'm not buying at all, but it's fun to talk about, and that's a Mara Jade Disney Plus series. And here's why I'm not buying it, even though it's Disney, even though they took what they sold, they, they bought it from Lucas, and they went about their merry way. But George Lucas is notorious for hating the character of Mara Jade. Didn't like her. Yeah. I think that there's controversy around whether or not that's true. Because it's whether or not it might be the artwork. Yeah. Is that the story, how the story goes? Is that yeah. he didn't like the artwork? I've yeah. heard that too. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it's not that he didn't like the character. Okay. He just didn't like the way she was represented in the art. In the art. But, but obviously he liked it enough to right. let it perpetuate. Right. Yeah, Mara Jade became a thing. But here's why I don't think that the Mara Jade thing would ever happen. Okay. Unless something happens in episode nine. Mara Jade is um, – her basic backstory is that she worked for the emperor. Yep. She was, she was the, the emperor's emperor, hand. The emperor's hand. Yep. And then she goes undercover, okay, as a – I believe uh, – I haven't read that book in so long, but I believe she was like an imperial like bounty hunter or like a ranger or some kind of mid-level job that she's posing right. on. And her job was to go find Luke Skywalker. Yeah, get in good with him, right? To yeah. assassinate him. Right, right. Yeah. Be, be, but, but she wanted to kill him, not because it was a mission, mm -hmm. but because it was revenge. Right. Because she kill, uh, uh, Luke killed the Emperor. The Emperor hadn't finished her training yet. Mm. She was kind of like a dark, like secret apprentice. Right. Um, and the Emperor hadn't finished her training yet. The Emperor was all she knew. And she was very angry that Luke killed the Emperor. So she wanted to exact her revenge and kill Luke. And if you read, I believe it's um, I believe it's Heir to the Empire that she's first introduced, uh, or it could be Dark Force Rising. Yeah, I can't remember if it was the first novel or the second. You're right. I, I, yeah, I don't it, know. Sweaty's in the uh, chat room. We're looking at you, and we are seeing your questions and your comments and everything. If you know... Where was she introduced? That's I think a good it's question. The, I think it's at the end of Heir to the Empire or the beginning of the second book. Yeah, but she did have a purple-bladed saber. I think that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, she did have a purple-bladed saber. Um, but here's why I don't think they would ever do it. Because if you – like any Disney Plus show that comes out is, is obviously going to be canon. Right. Okay? So now if you introduce Mara Jade and she's canon, then like – then those books could you could argue are canon now, right? But, or at least some of the things that are discussed in the books have to be dealt with. Like, right? Is it Mara Jade while she's still with the Emperor before she meets Luke? Is it Mara Jade after she meets Luke? Yeah. And she's like, like you know. Uh, so I don't know. And some people are saying it is the first book. So thank you very much, Jared Simpson and uh, Trev Fishbane. Yeah, no, it's the first heir to the Empire. Okay, yeah, yeah. so. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, it might be. It might be. Uh, I like the idea of – here's the thing. Going to your point here, making a canon, what is it? I mean this is what – unfortunately, I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of the Legends books and by getting rid of them all, it's like, well, what do we, what do we know? What do we, but they repurpose some of the, the Legend stuff into canon like they did with Jason Solo, became Ben Solo, fell to the dark side, becomes – well, Thrawn. Thrawn is now coming from Heir to the Empire, put into Rebels, you know, so we get that. So like I said, repurposed. So Thrawn's origin in those books that we love from Timothy Zahn is now kind of 
the character is there, but he's put back in the past during Rebels. So could they do that with Mara Jade and do it in a series and maybe repurpose it, take it away from the heir to the Empire kind of story? Where would that land, though? I mean, look, I, I think that you can make a whole series – that has to be – that could go in parallel with the original trilogy mm-hmm. of the Emperor's Hand doing the Emperor's dirty work. Yeah. And then having a pretty cool series. It's very Bounty Hunter-esque. It could be like Darth Maul. You know how Darth Maul in the beginning of Phantom Menace is basically hunting down um, you know, Obi-Wan yep. and Qui-Gon. Yep. And really he's hunting down uh, the princess or the queen. Right. You know, right he's trying right. to kill the queen. Yep. You know, but like the idea of making a Jedi bounty hunt, like a Jedi more like a bounty hunter, I absolutely love. And that's what Mara Jade kind of was. That's a great idea, too. I love that idea of, of a character. Okay, let's take Mara Jade out of it and the canon specific stuff and put it to a Jedi bounty hunter. That's a great idea. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, uh, in Galaxies, I did my, you know, a very unique split spec where I was like, um, you know, uh, four zero 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 bounty hunter, master lightsabers, and I had I think two zero zero two uh, healer. So mm. I was a bounty hunter. I, I, like like I can take bounties. Yeah. But I was actually also um, a Jedi. So what I would do is that I would hunt down my my Jedi targets, mm-hmm. and I would pretend to be a Jedi also, grinding out like the XP. Yeah. And then once their defenses were completely down. That's when you'd strike. That's when I'd flip on them and take them out. Look at your subterfuge there. I like that. (laughs) My God, you got it down. That's 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 a cool idea, and that's just one of the rumors that's out there. I know some of you are chiming in. Uh, Jane Turner. I prefer Asajj Ventress. I think that's a great idea too. I love that character. You love Asajj. I love Asajj, but I've heard that in one of these uh, canon books. Spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. Mm-hmm. And I haven't read the book, but I've heard that in this book that's canon, this new book, they kill her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. I've heard that. Yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's hard to read all of them. But I, yeah. when I do read them, and I, I, I'll tell you when I love them, and Lost Stars is still my favorite. I think it's called Dark Disciple or something. Dark Disciple, yep. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, so an, uh, a lot of uh, ideas here, but I'm going to focus one on one here, get your take on this. A Disney Plus series focusing on a young Palpatine under the tutelage of one Darth Plagueis. Is this an actual – Give me that. I love that. Is that an Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan in the chat room is is uh, all caps throwing that out there. Not rumored, not legit, just an idea from Nolan Ryland, and I want that idea. Oh, in the chat? In the chat. Oh, okay. I'm pulling yeah, it from the chat. I'm taking idea. it, and I'm throwing it to Lucasfilm, and I'm saying give yeah. me that. I would yeah, love that. Nolan, get that idea. Tweet at us with it. Hashtag heroes, villains. Hashtag rule of two. There it is. And Come up to your log chance. line. Yeah, enter a chance to win a backpack. Yeah, because that's uh, – yeah, and if you win too, we uh, you get to hang out with us, and we'll talk about your Darth Plagueis training uh, young Palpatine 30 idea. 30 minutes if you want it. If you want it. Like you can skip out on the 30 minutes. Like you know, you don't need to take it, but we'll offer it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, that's such a great idea. I could see that uh, working really well. So and some other rumored ones. I got to bring this one up because yeah. somebody tagged me on Twitter and tagged you as well. And I went, how in the hell or better yet, why in the hell would they do this? A Disney Plus streaming series focusing on get ready. Dexter from Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Yes. The six-armed, four-armed, however many arms he has, 
friend of Obi-Wan Kenobi that happens to work in a 50s diner that Marty oh, McFly yeah. walks into during Back to yeah. the Future Part 2 or something. <clears throat> I love – first of all, I love uh, Dexter as a uh, character. He's fine. I mean I, yeah, I've never been fun. one to be like, oh, my God, what a great character. I thought it was a fun scene. It's a I, fun scene. It pulls me out because it looks like a 50 diner, I a 50s that. diner. It really doesn't feel Star Wars to me but at all aside from Obi-Wan sitting there. There's no way that they're doing a Dexter series. Maybe like a kid's show. I could see that, yeah. You know, like a, like a, like a skewed towards like well, that's a good 10 and under. That's a good addendum to this. What if it is a TV show or a kid's show? What if it is a Disney Plus series and it's animated and it focuses on Dexter? That's great. And he's cooking. And he's yeah, and he's doing his thing. He's just running a diner and like, you know, on Coruscant. And like it could be – look, it could be the first show that we get that's about Coruscant. Let's see that – yeah. Where are – where's Coruscant? I want to see Coruscant in Rise of Skywalker. I'm taking yeah. a little turn to the to the movies real I, quick. Dude, like um, – it's funny, man. Jeremy and I had this discussion the other night, and we're like, like, why the hell um, Luke just – Luke inherited the Republic. Yeah. Right? They kill the rebellion to reinstate the Republic. Right. That was the whole friggin' point of the, of the, of the first six movies, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so along with that, it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Like you win the Iron Throne. You won. Right. Okay? You win Coruscant. Yeah. And, and on Coruscant, there is a gigantic Jedi temple with archives and computers and all kinds of shit mm-hmm. that you can use to reinstate the Jedi Order. So yeah. why the hell isn't he there? Well, he would have to redo it. He'd have to bring in an interior designer because the Emperor changed that all. And that is canon. He changed, Yeah, but he didn't destroy it. He didn't destroy it, but he did – well, he destroyed a number of statues inside the Jedi Temple. Fine, a couple Fine. statues, but the Jedi Temple still stands. The Jedi Temple still stands, so he would just need something. But you're right. This is what – again, we, we go to these story beats. Like Hosnian Prime blows up the cradle of the Republic in Force Awakens. Why are they there and not Coruscant? We don't know. It's, we don't know. Might I do be, know. You know what? And like this is gonna sound negative, and we even made fun of this in a in a video that we shot last yeah. week. This is gonna be negative, but they just we don't know because nobody knew, and like nobody cared. No, they didn't. They didn't. And this is where I'm. I'm usually positive. I'm gonna go a little bit negative here. This is where I don't like some of the kind of fallout from the EU changing to the canon stuff and now it's like we're going to make everything canon and it's going to connect to the movies but is it is it connecting because I don't know and I know that you could probably find it in some of the canon material I'm like maybe why they moved from Coruscant to Hosnian Prime why they did that why it it was the way it was it's like I've always said and I've seen it online it should exist in the movies if you really want to make a story beat work and not have to go introduce something and then go, but you can find it in all the comics and the supplementary materials. Why, while it's fun, I get it, and I want to get in there as well when I can. The reality of the situation is, is like we can't read every single book. At least I can't because of other things. Yeah, and like the book should not be a, a a sort of a dependency on understanding the connective tissue. Between the saga films. Right. And when I see ads now, it is just like Revenge of the Sith. When I see ads that say the every saga has an end mm-hmm. or the final chapter in the saga. Yeah. And like they keep telling me that, that 
Rise of Skywalker is the final chapter in the you know in the saga. I don't buy it because I don't feel like the last two movies have really added much to the saga. I mean, there's touches here and there, but in terms of continuing the storyline, mm-hmm. there really isn't anything. I mean, I I could argue against that obviously because yeah, I, mean, I love can, the movies, you know, but like, I get it. But I'm holding I'm holding on to hope that Rise of Skywalker is going to fill in some blanks. But there's a part of me, a little bit on the negative side, where it's like, that's a lot to do. That's a lot of heavy lifting. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How do you explain all that stuff? Yeah. I don't know. And we'll see. And, I mean, let's hope that J.J. and, and we say it a lot. And J.J. we trust. So Yeah, and J.J. we trust. Yep. Let's so see. I'm, right. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. But, yeah, I would love to know. We get sweaty. We like to talk about some of this stuff. Like Coruscant being one of those, you know, introduced actually in Heir to the Empire. Heir to the Empire introduced Coruscant. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then uh, Ken confirmed that for me the other, right. uh, yeah, last week. And uh, Lucas did like it. And he made it canon uh, because at that time, back in the day when the Heir to the Empire trilogy came out, Timothy Zahn's books, we didn't know. I just saw it was a sequel to Return of the Jedi, and I immediately read these things. But we didn't know how it was going to match up to everything. And then Lucas, of course, confirmed it and said, no, Coruscant is actually true. And there we were. We got yeah, it yeah. in the prequels. So, I mean, that's another thing. I just want more planets from some of the prequels and maybe from the original trilogy. I think Tatooine is a lock that we're going back there in Rise of Skywalker. You think so? Oh, yeah. I think it's a lock. That's where it all started. Yeah. So yeah, I think so we're going to get that. that. That's where it all ends, right? Yeah. But uh, going into some of your uh, comments here on proposed uh, series, we got Darth Revan. We got The Mandalorian Wars, Darth Malak. These are some great ideas, some untapped resources. Hold uh, on. Malak is another one rumored? No, no, no. J- sorry. I'll, I'll say this. From the chat. Oh, from the chat. Just from ideas. The chat. Just ideas that are coming there. Gotcha, gotcha. And, uh, the, but what, I'm, what I'm reading Darth all this Malgus? stuff. Malgus? Darth Malgus, who's that? Yeah, let's see I've heard anybody, the name. Let's 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 put a pin on it and see if the chat knows who that is. Darth okay. Malgus. So let's now focus on put put this all into perspective. This is what we do have confirmed. Okay, that we are getting because this the reason I bring this up. I'm going to bring I'm going to tell you why I'm bringing this up after I say it. So we are getting a uh, a Rogue One. Cassian Andor series. Yep. Okay. That one. That one we've heard of. Yep. Mandalorian, obviously. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yep. And those are the. And then obviously Clone Wars, the animated show, is coming back. So those are the confirmed, confirmed ones. Everything else is rumored. Everything else we don't know yet. So when I hear Cassian Andor, when I hear Obi Wan Kenobi, and when I hear Mandalorian, I get Mandalorian because Mandalorians look cool. And I get that it takes place after Return of the Jedi. So that's some untapped timeline that we haven't seen yet. Obi-Wan Kenobi, everybody's wanted Obi-Wan yeah, Kenobi. Yeah. There's the story. We wanted that. What does he mean? Ewan does he McGregor's face Vader? Return. Ewan McGregor, all this kind yeah. of stuff. Cassie Andor, less of me getting it. However, I will say this. Going deeper into the spy game of what the rebels are doing behind the Empire – Switching sides, all that stuff. I can see that being interesting. Yeah, look, maybe. I mean, it's always like that, right? Like, like, like the the underdog becomes the fan favorite. Sure. So maybe Cassian. Look, because Diego Luna is one hell of an actor. Yeah, he's one of the best. He's so good. So, so it's like you know. Uh, but I keep going to the whole premise or whatever the premise is when he takes out his own guy in order to get away to protect the secrets of the rebellion. That's the kind of down and dirty stuff I want to see in a in a. 
in a Star Wars show. And so that makes sense to me. But when I say those three that have been confirmed, and then I tell you Dexter, does something feel off? Dexter sounds interesting if it's being targeted at kids. Kids is one thing. I get it. But if you're telling me a series with Dexter, I don't get that because you'd have to be a very hardcore prequelist, sweaty to understand. If they announce Dexter TV series, Disney Plus from Star Wars Universe, people go, great, Dexter? Who's that? Yeah. Remember the guy Obi-Wan talked to in Attack right. of the Clones? Ah, I didn't really like the prequels. Ah, I don't remember right. that guy. Not Dexter the serial killer. Right. Not Dexter the serial killer. But now let's go on to one rumor that um, sounds like has a, some good meat to it. Okay. And that's a spinoff of Solo, focusing on other elements in that movie that was introduced. Now, a lot of people are looking at Darth Maul, Crimson Dawn, maybe Emphis Nest. With, with Alden? Not with Alden. So the report that uh, I'm still having problems finding out the source of this, which is always troubling. But this is a rumor now that they're looking at Solo and the characters in that movie – Darth Maul being at the end there, Kira, Enfys Ness, some of the criminal underground stuff. Obviously with um, the Crimson Dawn, we had um, Paul Bettany's character that was kind of running that. The rumor is saying that it's going to maybe focus on that stuff and less on Han and Chewie and Lando. What do you think about that one? Um, Rumored as of now, it seems seems like a good idea. I think that if you told me – we're getting a Han Solo series with Alden Ehrenreich playing the titular character, however you say that word. I would be excited for it. Yeah. Okay. I would be very excited for it, even though I didn't like the movie. Yeah. You know, but I think as a TV show with with a time to breathe and really like develop it, I think I think you can have start to have some fun with it. Yeah. And we would all look at Solo the way that we look at the Clone Wars movie. I'm with you. You know, like, like, you know, like, but live action, right? Right, right. So Solo is the is the equivalent to like the like the Clone Wars movie, and then you give me two, three seasons of a solo TV show with uh, Kira, who, mm-hmm. who I think is no stranger to television, obviously. Right, right. Um, with um, you know the duo that plays Darth Maul, right? With mm-hmm. uh, Ray Park and Ray our Park. friend Sam Witwer, right? Um, and I think you got yourself a show. Yeah. I'm with you on that. You know, like I, I I'm actually down. the least of my problems with Solo was Alden Ehrenreich's character. I thought he did a fantastic job. I thought he was worthy of calling himself Han Solo. It was the movie that it just didn't work for me because I felt it was a little too winky for me. It was too yeah. like, huh? Here's the Kessel Run. I've always said it. That's my opinion. I know there's a huge fan base for Solo 2 to make it happen, and I'm with you. I would love to see that continuing adventure. What, How is Han involved with Kira if Darth Maul's involved? How does Darth Maul, whatever he's doing, how does he end up on Tatooine taking on Obi-Wan in Rebels that season? That's what I would love to see. I think there's a lot there that you can, that you can actually do. And then Donald Glover as Lando is fantastic, so I would love to see more of him. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's also no stranger to television. You right. Right. Um, going back to Dexter for a second and connecting it with Solo, uh, we just watched that clip you know, before yeah. the show started. And I didn't – I just hadn't remembered this. But uh, Dexter drops a 12 parsecs uh, Easter egg in his little speech. Yep. He's, I didn't – Yeah, Obi-Wan asked where Camino is and he said, well, I think it's in the outer rim. It's close there, about 12 parsecs. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. where he goes. And we're like, eh, there it is. Yeah, so maybe like – Lucas put that in there purposefully 
that the Kessel Run, 12 Park Sacks, Camino, maybe. the clones maybe. running. I don't know. There, maybe there was something there that nobody caught before that, you know, they didn't connect. Yeah, that might be. But getting back to the series, a lot of people are coming in saying Solo was a great film. Put Solo to the streets. Keep it low budget and make those actors work, says Thrawn 2K5. I agree with you. The actors were great. I think there's a lot to explore there. And I think we got we got we got through it. We got the Kessel Run taken care of. We yeah. got how he got the Millennium Falcon. But now you now you have Solo doing whatever it is he's doing. What is it like when he runs into the huts? That I know they teased at the end of Solo. Right. Go to Tatooine for maybe some some a gig with uh, Jabba the Hut. It'd be great to see Jabba the Hut in the series. Yeah, I'd love to see how he grows. Uh, you know. Grows into a big, whatever that is, slug. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. How Han Solo grows into the Han Solo that we know, that we know and love. Because yeah. that, to me, was the biggest discrepancy in the Solo movie. Is that that didn't really feel like Han Solo to me. Yeah, the character traits that that dude had were interesting mm-hmm. and well executed, but it wasn't Han Solo. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that. And also there there was a cool deleted scene that they did introduce Boba Fett hanging out in the background during the card game where he first met Lando. Um be fun to see him uh, his first meeting with Boba Fett. Yeah. That could fill in some blanks on, on, on why he uh, was was so scared of uh, Boba Fett standing behind him and all he had to do was just knock him out of the way. So that's another rumored one out there. That uh, people are talking about. I don't know whether or not it's going to happen or not. Uh, a lot of people are connecting to one of the um, stories that went out there that we heard about. And Fernando's get your take on this. Most Eisley. Remember, we were hearing some rumors that they wanted to do a Most Eisley movie spinoff, most likely focusing on Most Eisley spaceport. Guillermo Scum del Toro. and villainy. Del, del Toro was allegedly involved, but walked. Because of uh, reasons that we've heard that creative differences, as it were, scrap the project because of Solo. But this is what Lucasfilm does, and this is what they did with Obi-Wan. They keep on to some – they hold on to some of these ideas, and then maybe now that Disney Plus is getting ready to go and we're getting all these rumors, they can repurpose this idea, maybe layer it into a Crimson Dawn series, uh, layer it in with Han Solo showing up. Maybe it's his first meeting at Mos Eisley. We don't yeah. know. We don't know, Could but it would be fun. Is it possible that this is starting to get a little saturated even in the rumors? Here's where my point, yes. Yeah. Is everybody going to get a Disney Plus series? I mean, is it? Is it? are we getting to that point? And I know that there are, like, I'm not going to point fingers or anything, but sometimes I read rumors from certain sites and I go, where, where'd you hear that? Right. You know what I mean? It just seems like... Somebody's talking about yeah. like they got to let it breathe a little yeah. bit, man. I think yes, oversaturation. We we saw that. We saw what happens when that when 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 they do it in theaters, right? Last Jedi comes out five months later. Comes Solo. The audience was weren't really into that, but it works so well for the MCU. You know, it works so well for Marvel that they're you know they're like, well, wait a minute. If it works for them, it should work for us because Star right. Wars was bigger than Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it just was. Yeah, it's not anymore. Marvel. I mean, Marvel has been doing this for decades about creating serialized characters that show up in their own series, crossover in Avengers series, crossover into event series, and and people were used to it. So then Marvel tried it. I mean, they didn't do it right out of the gate. They did Iron Man, then they did Iron Man two, then they did well 
Incredible Hulk. They had Iron Man 2, and they start to drop in some cameos from Avengers, and then we get the Avengers movie, and then that's when, you know, that thing hits a billion dollars, then we're starting to get a Thor movie, a Winter Soldier movie, and then a Guardians movie, and then an Ant-Man movie, and then a Doctor Strange movie, and audiences kept accepting it. Those movies kept doing well. Well, WandaVision thing, I am not looking forward to that. Oh, I can't wait. I I changed my mind on that. You know why? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, first I heard the the logline, and I went, What's the logline? It's it's a sitcom. Sitcom, but then it's going to go outside of that sitcom and become like what Marvel fans are used to, which is like action and character and all that kind of stuff. Crossover, Doctor Strange, Wanda. However, the whole sitcom idea, she's with Vision. This is House of M. This is this great comic line where Scarlet Witch basically creates her own reality and has power so powerful that she actually affects the reality and creates a different reality that some of our favorite Marvel heroes, everything changes. Gotcha. So, Well, look, that's another podcast, I guess. It's that's, a- that's a podcast for another time, as I say. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we got a call? I love this. So uh, we have a caller coming in to rule it, too. What's your name? What's your question? Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. This is Joel Ralston. I, I uh, actually sent a question in a few weeks back on the Super Chat. Nice. Uh, oh. Relating, oh, right, Joel. Uh, Kylo, Kylo and Ray to uh, the the Skeksis and Mystics of the, the Dark Crystals. So oh, you, right. You may remember that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That was and, a good uh, question. Y'all, y'all kind of took, took it a different way than I expected, but I kind of want to go back to Solo. Okay. Here's what, here's what I wish they would have done, and I think they could go if they do a series. They need to kind of sort of adapt A.C. Crispin's Han Solo trilogy. <gasps> Ooh. I remember you know, this one. I've never read it. Yeah, I read, I read those years snare. ago. You had the Hut Gambit. The Hut Gambit. You had the Paradise Snare. Mm-hmm. The Hut Gambit. And I can't remember the name of the third one, but you had – there was a smuggler's war in the middle of the, of the galactic civil war that was kind of going on where the smugglers were like, screw this. We don't want to work with the Empire. We really don't care about what's going on the, with the rebels. However, we kind of want to just do our thing. Leave us alone, please. Yeah. But here's what the Hut Gambit was: was Jabba wanted to get rid of his aunt slash uncle because they're like asexual or whatever, mm. and that. But it, um, that was weird. But anyway, <laughs> it was uh, he worked for the Talanda Till, who were cousins to the Huts. That was his first job. That's how he learned about the spice and all that kind of stuff and slavery. And he didn't like it and got away from that. Went to the Empire, came back, whatever. Anyway. That's great. What? Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. He, he does a lot of back and forth. You get to see him with different women other than, you know, Kira, other than Leia. Right. And at some, But at some point what happened was he does a trip for Jabba, and on this trip, if I'm, I may have this a little wrong, but what happened was um, the trip – on the trip, he makes the delivery – turns out the delivery of the frogs or whatever it was Java was supposed to deliver were not laced with whatever it was his his aunt was getting addicted to without that addiction she dies Han gets blamed for it he goes on the run suddenly he's got the bounty on his head gotcha oh I like that yeah that could, cool that well, could... that's what they I think that could save it a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Well you you have a lot of stuff going on there especially I love the idea of bringing Jabba the Hutt in and obviously Absolutely. takes place before, you know, Jabba gets, you know, killed by Leia later on in Return of the Jedi. So we could do that. Exactly. We could do that here I, with uh, what maybe this rumored uh, series. I think the Huts could have a series. I think uh, Waddle the Hut could have a series. Thank you very much for your call, man. Keep calling in. 
Um, I think uh, Wado could have a series. I think Java could have a series. I think just about anybody could get a series. I think uh, that bounty hunter, uh, he's not a, you know, she's not a he and he's a changeling. Mm-hmm. Whatever that bounty hunter's name is, I always forget the name. Uh, oh, God. Ms. Viz or Ms. or Kiz. Oh, I don't know. It's Monday. My my brain is mush for that one. Yeah, but but like – this is what I'm worried about. There's so much possible spin-off content that we can get mm-hmm. that to me, I just hope that because we all want more Star Wars, even though like I want more games, the Star Wars video game space is very limited right now. Right. Um, I want more games. But I'll I'll settle for really good Star Wars television. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I like my buddies and I actually have a, a Star Wars show. Sam Wessel. Zam Wessel. Z- Zam Wessel. Z- Zam Wessel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank that you, character. everybody in the chat. Yeah, Zam can have a you know like like, like a series. My buddies and I uh, have this uh, uh, ongoing joke of doing a show called Sith Logistics. Have I told you about Sith Logistics? No, a little you bit? haven't. So Sith Logistics is uh, a show like The Office. Okay? okay, so it's shot just like The Office. Oh God! But it's this would be great. It's a couple of like bureaucrats that that work in a logistics department for the Empire. Working logistics, right? Like making sure that everybody's fed. Yeah, you know that like th- like there's enough bullets or, or laser, whatever reactor in the spaceships. Yeah, and they just run like a logistics arm of this massive empire. That's you know? so. F- you know, it brings up a good point here. Yeah, you think we'll ever see something like that? A comedy in Star Wars, a horror in Star Wars. I think you like. I think. You have to kind of at some point, right? You're going to have to reinvent – not necessarily reinvent, but you're going to have to shake it up every once in a while. But to your point, how many of these are we going to – like there's one thing to have things in development. There's one thing to say, you know what, at a a roundtable meeting in Lucasfilm, what about a Dexter series? Who? Oh, well, Dexter did this, this, and this, and he knew about the dark. Like, right, and then, fine. fine, fine, throw it in the mix. You know, it's like, but yeah. when you get, when you start to hire people, put pen to paper, that's expensive. So you got to find something that's going to be but, worthy of this. And, well, uh, we got another caller. You're on Rula 2. What's your name? What's your question? This is Jared Simpson calling from Vacaville, California. Hey, hey what's up? Good to, good to hear from you. You've called in before, haven't you? Collider Live, maybe? Probably my third or Third or fourth time? Okay. Cool, man. Well, welcome, times, welcome yeah. back. Welcome back. And what's your question today? Thank you. Uh, so my question is, uh, it's actually commenting on another person's um, log line that I saw on the Twitter feed. Ooh, nice. Um, I already submitted one, but there was, there was one submitted that I saw that I really liked, uh, even a lot more than mine, and I just want to get your opinion on it, was um, basically it's there's a small group of uh, Padawans or Jedi Knights, whoever, just a small group of Jedi who survived Order 66, um, kind of like Kanan, but instead of uh, him being alone, it's a small group of them. And it's kind of like you guys said, it's a horror thriller spin-off mm. series for Disney+, Plus, where it's the Inquisitors or it's Darth Vader slowly hunting them down one by one, just wiping out this small group. And I remember there was a comic series um, where they kind of did that, but just taking that comic and then bringing it to live action for Disney Plus. So, so um, is this does this take place over like a long period of time, or is this like straight up horror? You know, three Jedi hiding, four Jedi hiding out, and over the course of like an evening, they all get taken out one by one. 
Uh, it's over a longer period of time. So there's multiple uh, interactions with the Inquisitors or Darth Vader. And over the course of several years, they all get taken out. It's not like one night they all get wiped out. They somehow sur- barely survive and move on. But one of them just gets picked off every single time. It's cool. I love this idea. Yeah, yeah. I cool. love this idea. And I'm looking in the chat. Nerd Chronic say, hey, that's my log line. <laughs> so Nerd Chronic, if that's yours, if I may. If yeah, I'm sitting back here it. doing development executive at yep. Lucasfilm, I'm going straight horror. I'm going to condense the timeline here. Yeah. I'm going to get these Jedi Padawan. I'm going to make them Padawan. I don't want them Jedi Knights. I would like maybe one Jedi Knight or one Jedi Master that is with some Padawan. They have to escape Coruscant when Order 66. They hold out somewhere, somewhere in the galaxy. Vader <laughs> finds them. Yeah. There's a little love interest maybe in love there. Love interest in there for yeah. sure. Yeah. But it's a one-location haunted house movie with Jedi and Darth Vader is hunting them. That's the movie. That's, I dig it. It's the movie, though. It can't be a series because it's too, it's too condensed. But, it's too, but I think where our, caller, where, where, where our caller was going that I liked was the idea that you could start off you know, with like five yeah. and then over the course of the show end up with like – the mano a mano fight between the last one and Vader. Of course. And maybe the last one um, is Mara Jade. Could be. You know what That's I mean? That's how they get like Mara Jade in there. Some kind of twist, right? Yeah. But thank you very much for your call, man. Keep calling. I like this idea too. Maybe it ends with – I mean seriously, everybody's going to die. Nobody's coming out of this thing alive because yeah. Darth Vader is going to cut him down. But the last one to, to stand up to Vader is able to send off a message – to Obi-Wan Kenobi. But look, my, my, my original point was is that you can mask the lack of uh, the lack of resolution or um, or closure with the you know with this new saga uh, by giving us fifty TV shows. Right. Because ultimately Star Wars is a movie. Yeah. It's a movie series. Yeah. Okay? Like yeah, Marvel started out as comic books and then slowly evolved into movies. So it makes sense that you can have the movies reflect the like the comic books. And there's so many different storylines in the comic books that are all quote-unquote canon. Sure. They're all just different timelines and all whatever. But with Star Wars, it's a movie. Yeah. And it needs to resolve itself as a movie. I totally agree. We brought up a conversation on Collider Live this morning that I – I found very interesting, and that's like in the future, now that we have all these things, and we're talking about rumors of like everybody's getting a Disney Plus series, and Christian's leaning towards a little bit of being more excited to have characters and storylines that exist over many, many episodes and many, many seasons to really dig in and get to know these characters and these storylines, a la Game of Thrones, a la Breaking Bad, a la Lost, all these different great shows that we love, and less excited about movies. Now, I'm sitting there going, I cannot not see a Star Wars movie in theaters. I can – like if you were to tell me you only have – you have one choice and that's all Disney plus Star Wars via series or Disney – or uh, Star Wars movies. I would pick movies every single time. Every single time because like I said, I don't I, – I go to press screenings of course. But I prefer to go opening night. I prefer date night with my fiance. I prefer sitting down in the theater Friday night, people excited, big blockbuster event, popcorn, 
soda, everything, the full date night, everything with, with everybody screaming and yelling in the theater. That's what I love. And I wouldn't want to give that up because if it's a series, I'm watching it at home. And I'm sitting there and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Don't get me wrong. But there's that communal experience that I miss. And that's especially with Star Wars movies. Look, it's also very special to the two-hour format. You know, like, right. like having having a, a story that plays itself out in two hours. There's it's an a, art form. Th- yeah, it's an art form. Yeah. You know, and Star Wars is very good for that art form because Star Wars is less about the specifics of the plot. And it's a lot more about the overall takeaway of the story. Yeah. Right? Like the coming of age, the understanding that the villain is sometimes the victim. Right. Right? The whole concept of not being able to go too far down the line before you can turn around and do the right thing. Right. You know, like these are all great story points. Yeah. The plot stuff is cool, but like that's better for television, right? The plots. Yeah, right. Star Wars is about these great magical, like culturally defining storylines. Yeah, the mythologies, the, yeah. the, the hero's journey, all and, these things. I, I'm with you, man. And like, look, that could be good in television too, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, I think the Sopranos did a great job with that. Um I think that yeah, I think Battlestar Galactica to some degree did it you know, did a great job with that. Yeah. Lost. I think they did a great job with that. But um you ultimately Star Wars needs to live in that movie format strong. It always yeah. needs to be the flagship. Yeah. Look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe a series is better. But like Well, we'll see. I mean, we're gonna get some good tests going with the Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker. We're bumping up against each other. We're gonna yeah. see Mandalorian right leading into Rise of Skywalker. So we'll see how the fans react to Rise of Skywalker. We hope it's Positive. We hope that people feel satisfied to close out the saga. But I want a Knights of the Old Republic in movie theaters. I would love to see a movie set in the Star Wars universe in movies and then take characters. Obi-Wan is a perfect example of why I think the series is going to work better because we can go into the character. We can go into less plot point but more character. And what is Obi-Wan feeling? Let's dig into like does he feel like a failure because of Anakin? Does he feel some sort of um, – Connection to like he can't leave Tatooine because of Luke, but what is his friend Bale doing over on Alderaan, and how's Leia doing? You know what are these things? What is he ta- is he talking to Obi or uh, Qui Gon Jinn? Is yeah. he going to visit Yoda? Those are some ca- good character moments. So, so oh, we got a call. We got a caller on Rula Two. What's your name? What's your question? Saved by the Bell because I was about hey, to guys. go in on a on one of our comments. Uh, it's actually really appropriate that I'm calling during your guys' conversation right now because it totally applies. My name is Mike. I actually called in. A couple weeks ago on Collider Live with a theory. Uh, nice. Christian loved it, but Riley, you stepped out. You totally missed it, so I'm glad I caught you guys. I'm <laughs> oh, I missed it. Okay. Well, what is it? Okay, so it's on episode nine, and it actually has some implications towards a potential National uh, of the Old Republic film saga. Um, so regarding Ray's dark version, I think that it is a vision, but I think it pertains to cloning. I think what you're seeing is a past life, um, ergo Galen Barrick from The Force Unleashed, where ah. he's having flashbacks of the person he was cloned from. Mm. To my knowledge, since that's no longer canon, we don't know what happens if you clone a Jedi or a Force being. We right. have no idea. So I think it's very likely that you know Palpatine found some sort of uh, tomb of an ancient Sith 
that dark gray is what who she used to be, and that's why she's so knowledgeable in the Force. She's flashing back to all these abilities that she used to have, um, and I think we're going to have a moment similar to Nacho Republic without having any spoilers for those who really should go play the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know, have, like, I know what you're referencing, yeah. Do I go down that path, or do I take a different path? And I think Kylo represents a great opportunity for her to take that dark path. What do you guys thoughts on that? Mm. That's a good – I love that, and I, I, I want it to be connected somehow to whether it's a clone. Whether, uh, like I would love to see that this is a tangible thing rather than, let's say, a vision. OK? But I don't think we're going there. The more I've thought about it, the more I believe that it's an echo from Luke in the cave during Empire Strikes Back. Rey sees herself. If you – do this. If you go down th- that path, this is what's going to happen to you, and we're going to have the double-sided lightsaber, Dark Ray. Yeah. I love your thoughts, though, on this, because like, I love yeah, that, that idea from Knights my... of the Old Republic and, wh- and what that might mean and fitting it into canons, stories that we've heard, stories that we loved growing up and legends that are that we thought were canon but now are legends. I mean, th- I think it's a great idea whether or not Lucasfilm would do it. I, I don't think so. I don't think so either, but I do think Ray will fight Ray. You think so? Yeah. So no vision. You I think, think it's a clone. No, I think it's. I mean. It, oh, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she does fight her, like Luke fights Vader, and then yeah, the and mask a, and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's a short fight. Um, I had a pretty good, uh, well thought out uh, perspective on this. Yeah. I think on Jedi Council, I kind of forget exactly where where it was now. Because, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of giving up a little bit on the theorizing around Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Because there's already so much pressure on this movie. Yeah, I know. That I don't want to keep adding pressure on it inside my head. Because, you know, somebody <laughs> somebody in the comments said that once again I, I showed how out of touch I am with canon because the Emperor destroyed Coruscant and all this stuff. No, he didn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He 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 might have put up like a few new carpets on the wall yeah. and taken down some of the old, you know, decorations similar to Robert Baratheon taking out the dragon from from the uh, right. from, from the throne room. But it's still the friggin' Jedi Temple on Coruscant is still there. Yeah. And if the Emperor had like like a throne there as like a you know little sign of his powers, great. Yeah. But the building is still there. It's still the Jedi Temple. Right, and Coruscant is still there. And Coruscant is still there. It Coruscant was the cradle had, of their republic. It was so, the cradle of their entire civilization. Yeah, yeah. It was the most important city in their entire uh, civilization, their galaxy. Right. Um, and, you know, we spent a lot of time understanding how that affected the world of the original trilogy yeah. with the prequels. Yep. There has been very little, in my opinion, connective tissue between the sequel films and everything that came before it. Yeah. You know, you just get this random little group of First Order, this like like random little resistance, and it doesn't explain to you how, like, you know, we've talked about this a hundred times. Like, the sequel should have been The Republic was strong mm-hmm. because, like, in the first movie, right, you have – the bad guys are weak and, and 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 small and in the shadows and they're manipulating the Trade Federation, right? Yeah. Then in the second series of movies, the bad guys are big and the good guys are small. Mm-hmm. It would only make sense to do that echo, to do that antecedent. And in the third one, again, the bad guys are small and insipid and hiding in the corners and having – 
relevant stuff, like all this horrific stuff that we've had to deal with, with terrorism and cells and, and all this stuff. Yeah. It just made more sense instead of trying to give me the original trilogy again in the sequel stuff, which I think they've kind of felt like they made a mistake in the sense they're trying to little backtrack on it a little bit. But anyway, maybe if the caller's still on, I apologize for keeping you on this time. Thank you for your call. Yeah, thank uh, you very much. It's a it's a great idea too. I, I definitely love that theory. And I'm to your <coughs> point. I'm with you. I'm with you on like not wanting to speculate too much because we want to walk in there and just be surprised somewhat. We want to satisfied and, and satisfied and satisfied and, and also I mean you know this canon stuff is hard to keep your. <laughs> Your head around. I can't keep reading all this canon stuff and be expected to Especially know it all. Especially because it's not really canon. They say it's canon. Yeah. But like the the scripts, and, I, and we know this firsthand. You know, we're not going to name names. We know this firsthand. The scripts are not beholden to the novels. No. It's not like when you're writing a script, like they brief you on all these novels. Right. Like like nobody even knows about that. Like the writer, like you think Colin Trevorrow or Ryan Johnson or any of these guys knew the anything in those novels? Like maybe they had one meeting with like a story group guy. Yeah. And like they say, hey, here are some ideas or this is the state of the galaxy. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, dude. Make no mistake. Disney is <laughs> – there's no mistaking it and everybody knows this. They want to make money. That's yeah. it. Okay, they want to make a lot of money, and the people that they hire are the people that want to make art, that want to go out there and do the best work, and they're going to have to push up against some studio politics and big people who are up there. Maybe Bob Iger goes, you know what? No, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And when they say we're getting rid of legends and everything in canon now is for the books and comics are all connected to the movies, and everybody goes, great, and buys them all, and everybody goes, well, that worked. Because, right. look, they want to sell comics and books and T-shirts and toys and all this stuff aside from people going to the movies. And not, not that they are purposely saying that for you to go and buy these things, but there is a version of that that is there. And they, you can love those canon things and get more involved and get Snoke training Kylo Ren in the latest yeah. comic book. Which, 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 by the way, was going to be today's episode was we were going to talk about that comic book. We, we both read it. We're going we're, we're to hold back our feelings on yep. it. Yep, yep. Because Koi Gon uh, Jin. Koi Gon Jin was going to join or, us. Or Koi, Koi Jandru. Koi Jandru was going to join us, but he got sick. Yeah, so yeah. He's a little under the weather. Couldn't make it today. So that's a tease. We are going to have Koi back, and we're going to talk about the best comics in Star Wars, and that's including Legends. Yeah. We're going to bring up all the ones, and uh, here's my list. All Dark Empire. Yeah. There's a, there's a spoiler. I'm kidding. <laughs> right. I'm kidding. Look, and this is for next week where we'll also announce uh, the winner yes. of the giveaway. Right. Okay, and they will get the backpack. Okay, they'll get the thirty minutes if they choose. Yep, um, and it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but you have a week. You have a week to tweet out this stuff. So if you listen to the show on Tuesday, if you listen to the show on Thursday, you still have time to yep. enter this contest to win that sweet backpack. Show them the backpack again. Yep. As we yep call it a day here on Rule of Two, we want to remind you. As this is upside down, yeah. here is the backpack that you can win if you go to our Twitter, at Riley Around, at Mark Fernandez, and at Collider Video. We want you to quote tweet it. Drop in a log line of your preferred Disney Plus Star Wars series. We're going to pick one, one of the best. You're going to get this backpack. We're going to send that out to you, and you're going to, if you choose, hang out with us for a 30-minute Star Wars nerdy talk. Everything, all no-holds-barred talk about Star Wars 
our favorite movies in the galaxy from a far, far away. So we thank you for that, and we want to thank Heroes and Villains for our partnership that we are doing. Please, if you're interested, go check out some of their material that you have. There's not only Star Wars shirts, not only Star Wars hats and purses and backpacks, but they have special designs, a Jedi, Jedi and Sith collection. We have an Endor Stormtrooper collection and a Rebel Scum collection. There's also Star Wars, Star Trek, Batman, X-Men, and all that high-quality material. These are some of the best shirts, and I'm not lying to you. This is some of the best merchandise I've ever seen. So if you want to visit heroesvillains.com, check out their collection. And on checkout, you get 15% off if you add Rule 15 at checkout. You get 15% off. Thank you, Heroes and Villains, for helping us out here at Collider Video. What's that 15% off again? 15% off. Because I might use it. Yes, 15% off your purchase at heroesvillains.com. Buy all your stuff. Put in Rule 15. That's R-U-L-E 15 at checkout. You get 15% off. Rule 15, you get 15% off. And if you uh, retweet with comment at Riley Around, at Mark Fernandez, at Collider Video, you put in the show that you want to see with the log line, hashtag it, Rule of Two. Heroes and Villains. Heroes and Villains. Yep. We will pick a winner in the next week. And you will win a backpack, and if you want, 30 minutes to talk yep. Star Wars yeah, with, we're gonna, with the lads. We're going to reveal that next week on next week's show. So thank you very much, everyone, for joining us on this all-new episode of Rule of Two. That's episode 58. It's in the books. Thank you very much for joining us. Go ahead and subscribe at Collider Video. Hit that bell. You get all the alerts for all the great content and videos that we're doing here. You can go and subscribe as well to the Collider Podcast One Jedi Council feed where you can get this on audio. And we thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week for an all-new episode. Rise. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. Ah. Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. T-Mobile has been building America's largest 5G network for this epic 5G moment. Introducing the new iPhone 12 Pro. Now at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Download, upload, and game at 5G speed in more places. Unleash the power of iPhone 12 Pro with T-Mobile. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.